Hi, I'm Kalak. Oma. Straya. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had traveled south after meeting a curious dwarven man by the name of Hayfried. After expelling some sort of demon out of Flynn and trapping it into the body of a helpless sheep, um, you guys were able to imprison this in this empty void of nothingness that Hayfried had created back in the day. After this problem was solved, you guys had decided that you guys need to keep moving on to Oakenspire to find Xavier and... After offering a bit of a quicker way of travel, you guys decided to move on by foot. Um, You guys had traveled down from Marstock, or up rather, over the series of mountains that lay to the east. And you guys crested over the top of those and began heading south, hoping to meet up with the Gulf of Akan Bandir and the town of Dire Hand that would afford you guys a ship to then move on to Oakenspire. As you guys traveled south, you saw the two mountain ranges on either side of you converge into a narrow valley in front of you. And at the base of this valley, you guys saw a checkpoint. Some sort of passing way through these mountains, but in order to to keep these travelers sort of in check, Kaldor has set up this waypoint. As you guys approach, you guys decided on what to do. You guys were going to be um, these traveling uh, emissaries where Kalik was going to uh, try and tuck his way through. Shreya had transformed into a wolf. And as you guys approach even further, you guys can just see at this checkpoint a cart being looked through and a few figures standing off at the side as you can see soldiers of Kaldur beginning to raid this cart. So as you guys are approaching, what would you like to do? Um, can I tell uh, what they're searching the cart for? Is there something... Um, it, it, does it look like they're looking for something in particular, or is it uh, a cursory inspection? Um, I'm going to have... You guys are still a little ways away. Um, not close enough to be really noticed by these guards yet, so I'm going to have you make a perception check for me. That is 21. This is pretty good. Oh, 21. It's pretty good, right? man. No, it's 22. Oh, either way. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see that it doesn't look like there's really any aim to it. Um, you can see a couple of crates in the back. Um, you can see a couple of bags that are now wide open. You can't really spot exactly what's in it. Um, but it doesn't, it seems to be like they're just sort of searching through their stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just going to take a look at the, the gang. Um, Calic, don't you have, like, a, a pin or something that we can wear, um, that maybe, which, do I get it? I, I think, uh, the, the, the way that, uh, we've used it for the, the, the latter there is, is adequate. If I'm, uh, uh, simply a clergyman, I wouldn't have any kind of insignia, uh, for the military. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Sorry. And I, I, my hand is kind of just resting on Shrya Wolf as I'm just like, whatever, whatever you think. As they're oh, talking, man. I, I go up to, to Kalik and sort of jump up and like, have my voice a little bit like, like come on, come on. Down boy. <laughs> Heel. I just get on my, get on my back legs again. And uh, I guess we'll approach this. Uh... Yeah, as I'm laying there, just like, I'm the bodyguard. <laughs> well, if you're the bodyguard, shouldn't, shouldn't you wear the pin? No, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea for any of us to suggest that we're part of Kaldor's okay. military. Yeah, okay, sure. You hear a subtle howl. What about me, though? What about me? I could be all part right, of it. You're me, Ward, all right? You're oh, studying. Right, right. You're studying under mm-hmm, me, and mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're being uh, taught to be a healer. Well, maybe it's maybe it's my dad's pin. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> How can I deny that look? <laughs> and I just take off toward the toward the toward the checkpoint. <laughs> well, <I'm> trying. <laughs> All right, and uh, as as you are uh, running up, you can see the the guards starting to put their hands up, and uh, one of them yells back to the group of you, and and uh, he says, "Hey, get control of your dog!" Sorry, sorry, apologies, lads. <clears throat> try a, try a boy, come here. And I just just stop dead in the tracks, just like <clears throat> get like lean down. The unruly pup. Hey, if if you be good here, there's traits for you later. I promise. Right? <clears throat> That's right. And we'll go on a hunt, maybe a maybe a a a, a, a sprint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so you guys approach. <laughs> um, you guys approach this checkpoint, and uh, at this point, you can see the um, the people who have the cart. You can see them uh, a lot closer now. Um, it seems to be uh, a family of half orcs. Um, you can see they're dressed very simply um, in these like dark navy um, sort of simple cloths. Um, you can see a uh, uh, a male half orc, a little bit older in age, um, and a, a little bit of gray starting to approach on his temples. Um, you can see both of his tusks are are very pronounced, and his hair is pulled back into a tight bun. Um, you can see at this point he is kneeling down and he's just trying to pick up what was thrown out of the cart by um, these guards. Um, you can see a female half-orc at this point too. She's sort of standing off to the side in very similar um, navy, um, just very s- simple cloth. And you can all tell she is very pregnant. Um, you can see her, her belly comes out quite a bit. And holding her hand is a little half-orc girl, um, probably no older than three years old. And you can see they're watching as presumably the father of the family is sort of cleaning up and, and putting the cart back together. You can hear one of the dwarven soldiers in um, this, uh, this piecemeal armor. He can say, uh, you guys are free to go back on your way. Um, you guys are, are no longer welcome here. And you can see the uh, the father is sort of, oh God, he's trying to, he's like saying things under his breath. You can't quite tell exactly what he's saying, but he's putting things back onto the cart. And once he's done, um, you guys finally approach and they turn the cart around and start going could, in the opposite direction. 
Could we have discerned what from their cart had provoked this response? Um, you see a lot of just like very simple. You see um, some like uh, a crate full of corn. You see um, a couple of open um, uh, bags of like wheat and you see a bag of apples. Um, you see a bag that's open that's got clothes coming out of it. Nothing that would spark any sort of raid like this. Was anything kept? Not that you can see. No. How far away are we? You guys are now right at the checkpoint approaching. And as you guys approach, um, the same dwarven guard puts his hand up to you guys and says, Stop! What is your business? Uh, hello there. Uh, my name is Kellick Gray. Uh, I'm a, a healer. Uh, I'm uh, traversing these lands, uh, spreading the goodwill, and taking care of folks who need uh, aid. And I'm hoping to make my way to Oak Inspire uh, uh, with uh, my group here. That's uh, good work you're doing. Um, you have your papers? Uh, yes. Uh, one moment, sorry. And I will uh, grab the uh, paper off of Flynn. <laughs> I'm imagining it's crumpled under his arm or something. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, right here. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, I am going to have you make a persuasion check for Come me. on. At advantage because I drank the potion? advantage because of the potion. <laughs> potion of talking good. Okay. Sick. Advantage rules. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, persuasion, you say? Yes. Uh, 18. 18. Okay. Um, he looks through and he says, oh, all right. Um, sir, you, you are free to go. Thank you kindly. And as he hands you back the paper... You feel a slight tug on your robes. Nope. No. No, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no don't kill it. I, I am staring straight ahead, <laughs> resisting this tug. And um, the tug persists. And soon enough, you feel sort of a, a larger tug as you feel this, this little girl was sort of tugging on your robes. And her father came and picked her up and, and took her away and started walking back to the cart. Um, and said, this, we're not welcome here. We we have to go back. I don't know why, but we have to go back. Um, as they're turning away, I will um, look to the guard in front of us. and um, If I might trouble you, what, what, uh, what prevented their entry into the countryside? They don't have their papers in order. They're undocumented for this region. Um, they're welcome to go back home towards their uh, their home, wherever that may be, but they're not allowed to pass through here. Right, yeah, you gotta have your paperwork. Hey. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna look into Shrier Wolf's eyes. <laughs> I stare back with a kind of like confused expression as I turn my head to the side and start scratching my ear. <laughs> and then do, do I see him have this interaction with the with the okay with the Yeah, you girl. Are, yeah. Okay. So then I I look back. I, then and then I look back toward the family and then like cock my head to the side once more like waiting for like the full expression of this like new relationship we've formed as like master to dog. <laughs> I um, waiting on you, buddy. I'm on the. I, am I in front of you, Kellick, or behind you? You're, you're in front of me. That's how I was imagining. Okay. It. Um, not seeing any of this. I elbow behind me, 
um, into Kellogg's ribs. I say, come on, let's go, let's go, come on. Uh, I'm gonna cast one last look back to this family DM, you cruel, sick bastard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> do they look healthy? Make a medicine check. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, Tess, uh, Little Timmy's limping. <laughs> uh, uh, 24. They don't look hungry as they've got a bunch of food in the cart. Um, the wife is very pregnant. Mm. It And as you know, coming from Marstock, it is a journey to get back to the closest civilization. As a medical professional, you would not advise giving birth <laughs> in the wild. Oh, God. I'll uh, peek um, my eyes open as I notice that the horses aren't moving. Um, kind of like, what's going on? Um, nothing. My stomach's just troubling me. Can I, after I open my eyes, can I notice like, that he's kind of like checking that family out and like looking at them and worried about them? I don't know if but I noticed that when I gleaned that. Make a perception, or make an insight check at disadvantage. Disadvantage, because I'm tired. <laughs> oh, that's a two. Uh, so that's, like, really bad. That's, like, a, I don't know, like, five, probably, or something. <laughs> yeah. No. I can look, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, no need. Um, <laughs> Got a plus 15 to insight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. You can see he's looking at him, but you can't tell what's going through his head. Um, what do you, what's wrong with him? So, uh, let's let's uh, let's press on. We have we have work to do. Yeah, and I'll just move the horses through the checkpoint. All right. No. Yeah. I'll start mine up and put my head back down on it and start falling asleep. Okay. All right, you guys, make your way through the checkpoint. <laughs> you guys continue on walking south. Just do it. Kellick is just not. I just am looking. My my eyes have completely glazed over since, as we continue this progression. Since, since I'm in front of Kellick, can I feel him stiff? Like, do I feel him stiffen, or do I feel him like uncomfortable in any way? Um, she probably feel you shifting. I, yeah. I think probably. certainly the like the the normal sure-footedness that I would be moving mm-hmm. this horse forward is now... My, the horse even is probably detecting that I am unsure and is yeah. just, like, meandering. Kelly, <laughs> oh, you did it. You got us through. Great job. Thank you. I just... That woman could die. What woman? The mother. Back at the checkpoint. Oh. And why? Why? Why do you think she's gonna die? Well, I mean, I can't know anything for sure, but um, it's a long road back to Marstock, and uh, they're not traveling at the speed we are. They're burdened with the cart, and. Uh, I'm gonna turn the horse around. Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> yeah. Kelly! Before you turn, before you go, we we 
We can't help them, and it's not our fault that they didn't get in. I can help them. No, Oma. you can't, because we I have to go. If I can help go. and I choose not to, then I, it's as good as killing them myself. But we have things that we have to be doing. What about Xavier? What if he dies because you turned around to help somebody else? As as I know, Xavier is in some form of stasis. You don't know that, though. Why was he taken to a new place after months? You have no idea what could be happening here. We're already on the path, and we got through. How do you know we're going to be able to get back through? Well, they let me through once. Why couldn't I? If I go back, I, I could just uh, uh, make sure they make it safely to somewhere that the baby can be born. And, and that's all. And then I'll come right back through the checkpoint. Calic, it's not your fault. None of that is your fault. It's just like when we... It's just like when you decided with Flynn to get off the boat and help at that big giant war and then Flynn blew up a ship full of people. Okay? That's not our mission. We're not there for that. And we're not here for this either. It's not the same as, a, as an ill-begotten war. Alma, this is, this is an act of altruism. How do you know? Because it's... About someone's safety. It's not about defeating a foe. The foe here is the elements. You don't even know who that person is. I know. But I, I care about people I don't know. But what about what we're already doing? I can... I'll walk back. Maybe you, you can help. No! We have to stay together. I uh, turn my horse around too. Start heading that way. The Kelly's gone. Then we stay together. We don't even know. We don't even know what we're doing, and we don't know how long Xavier's gonna be here. My, my horse miss, at this point is just like is not moving in any direction. And <laughs> if just, we miss, if we miss out on on saving him, and we don't know where he went, then I'm never gonna find him again. Quick time check, TM. How long has it been since I've wild shaped into my little beastie friend, little dire, dire wolfy? Um, you transformed pretty much. It was like right yeah, at the beginning. It was right, yeah. it was right before um, you guys approached. So it's probably yeah. been about ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. I feel like just keeping track of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Shire Wolf is doing That's is like so looking yeah. back and forth between <laughs> between people. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess basically. Another question: As we're sitting here arguing and um, being indecisive, it, what are the dwarves doing? Are they noticing this? Are they picking up on it? Are they seeing this? We've walked through the we, checkpoint. Yeah, we yeah. walked through. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I was imagining you guys that have, we were... have well cleared the checkpoint. So is it kind of like a like a building or something, or is it like a, I, I was assuming it was like an open area? Yeah. So um, the checkpoint that you guys walk through, um, the mountains sort of uh, come into a valley on both sides of you. Um, and then right resting up against each of those mountains is sort of like a, a tower. Okay. Um, and then a little gate in between both of those. Um, so, and as you guys were walking through, you could see dwarves posted at either of these towers. Okay. And um, they had to, um, they had the gate open from when the, the family had approached. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys were just able to walk right through. So it's kind of, um, we're kind of like out of your shot and they don't seem to. Like, well, I'll out look, of your I'll shot. Look back. Okay. I mean, let me just run over there and give him some gold or something. Will that help? You can't birth a baby with gold, then. What else can we do? Exactly. 
can deliver a baby. Do we stay with them until that happens? How long do you? Uh, or a short... months. It's not going to be months, from what I could tell. But do it doesn't matter. Do you know matter. the gestation period of a half-orc baby? I don't know, Alma. But all I have to do is just make sure that they're safe somewhere. That's all. And then we'll come right back. How far was the last town before we got to the outpost? It's far, right? It's you like guys were on. You guys were on horseback, and it took you most of a day. And their cart again? Uh, did it have a horse? Like, did it look like it was struggling to be pulled? Um, it did. And from what you could tell, the, the horse was definitely not like the horses that you guys are riding. Um, the horse um, looked maybe a little bit malnourished, mm. um, not as like strong and and as much of a workhorse as the one that you guys are riding. Kelly, like if we gave them a better horse, would that help their chances? And some gold. And some food. They have plenty of food. They have plenty of food. We can't go with them. We do have someone we need to help. But I am agreeing that we need to do something. I can give them this horse. I can ride Shreya. It seemed like he's okay with that. What he's size kinda, is Shreya right he's now? He's kind of small right now. <laughs> yeah. He's a, pretty, he's a small big, dog. Pretty big. No, well, it was, it was uh, you do a regular wolf or a big one? To believably be able to be like a like a, a larger like half wolf, half dog, basically. So that it could be a convincing okay, you know, cool. yeah, pet. dog pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, conceivably, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, we can't stay with them. I mean, almost right. We we have to get somewhere. But I I understand that we we should probably try and help them if we can. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get back through the checkpoint first. Alma, it'll be quick. You don't know that. Let's just ask. He's got a potion of talking good. <laughs> uh, come again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Is that a? Are you for this? Or okay, try it. Bark once if you're for going back to help the family, and twice if you'd rather proceed down the road toward Oakenspire. Oh come on, try it. Simple instructions. I think it was a one? Hey, that was like it was like, ha- it was like one and a half. It was yeah. It's more like a wine, actually. It wasn't really a bark. Try it. Go the direction you want to go. And then I just sit down. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is he hungry? I'm going to jump up off the horse <laughs> and bring my face right up to try his face and put my hands on either side of his muzzle and look into his eyes and say, can you even understand us? <laughs> and then I slowly nod. There <laughs> we go. So rude. <laughs> Are you just upset because we're all fighting? And then I nod even more slowly. (laughs) I slowly pet his muzzle. Let's just go ask him. See what they say. See if the guards will let us back through. Alma, I promise I won't. We won't go any farther past the checkpoint. Just, just, just to where the family is and no farther. You can't help them get through the checkpoint. I'm not going to do that. I think Flynn's right. You know, maybe we can give them faster transport. Something more stable, and um, you know, uh, uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I can do something so that they're safer on the road. I don't know. Yeah. Just imagine if it was your mom, or if it was. I don't even know my mom. So what are you even talking about? Imagine if it was someone you cared about. 
Wouldn't you want to help them? You're all here, and I am trying to help somebody I care about. That's why I'm trying to get to Xavier. Yeah, so imagine if that was Xavier. Wouldn't you go back and help him? Xavier can take care of himself when he's not in a prison that takes away all of his magic. Okay, look, let's go. On my... I, I don't want a obsession. I want us to be a team. Why do you have to help everyone? Why do you have to stop what we're doing all the time? All of you! Because it's the right thing to do, Alma. It doesn't involve us. We have the power to help. Sometimes you just have to focus on yourself and not worry about people around you. Because you don't know who they are and they could hurt you. Give me this one, Alma. It's not like I can stop you. I know, but I don't want to... I don't want to do this anymore. I want us to work together. I can't do anything for them. So I can't help you work together. Ola, you're young and strong. And smart as a whip. Got lots to offer to anyone. Not them. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Jeez. Right, well, we get back up on the horse. I'll walk with Shreya. Fine. Go with him. All right. You guys head back uh, towards the crossing in the middle of these two mountains. And as you guys approach, um, you can see the um, dwarf who looked at your papers before and let you guys through, um, you can see him sort of resting on top of um, one of these these two towers. You can see him sort of leaning over um, the banister that's on top there. And as he sees you guys approach, he yells down and he says, Hey, did you forget something? I, uh, you know, it's a bit silly. Uh, I need a bag of ashes to, to mark me arm so that people know uh, who I represent and what I have to offer. And I... I left it back at our, our, our uh, campsite, uh, just just shy of the border here. That's a shame. Um, yeah, hey, let them through. They're good to go. Thank you, sir. And they open up the gates, and you guys are free to walk through. Uh, um, can we see the family uh, on the horizon line here? Um, yes, actually, you can just, just barely see them off in the distance. Um, the distance that it took you guys to walk and then double back um, it seems that they've traveled about half that distance. Okay. Um, we will gallop a pace and and uh, catch up to them. Um, do we wait for um, Alma and Shreya to catch up? And do we want to put Alma on someone's horse, or are we letting them stay at the outpost? Um, I was assuming they were traveling with us. Oh, yeah, because we're walking. moving quicker, yeah. yeah. We'll follow along, but at our own pace. <laughs> Affirmative grunt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, as you guys approach this family, um, you can see the father is now, he's donned this, this very wide-brimmed hat, and um, it's, it's just a very pale, looks like um, sun-bleached. And as you guys approach, he brings the horse to a stop off um, sort of on the side of the path. He gets down off of the cart, steps into the middle of the road, and pulls out from behind his back a very small dagger. 
Uh, no, nothing like that, sir. Uh, greetings, uh, I'm Kellogg. Uh, couldn't help but notice uh, you're in a, li- a little bit of a bind here. Yeah, what do you want about it? I, I just wanted to offer some assistance if we might. I don't know why you've been denied entry, and it, I don't care, honestly. Uh, I, I doubt I can offer you any way to get through. But um, I thought maybe we could offer you one of our horses uh, so that you might make better time back to Marstock so that your family can be safe. And he looks at you very suspiciously. and You're just doing this out of the kindness of your heart. Believe it or not. Make a persuasion check for me. At advantage. <laughs> oh, I needed it. Oh, oh my god, so much better. That's so <laughs> Literally good. a one. Oh my god. Petrifying. Uh, 23. 23. Uh, he looks at you, and then he looks over at his, his wife and daughter, and then he looks back at you, and he looks over at his wife and daughter, and he sheathes his knife behind his back, and you sort of get that it's not necessarily out of trust for you, but out of the necessity of the situation. Um, and he says, uh, all right, um, yeah, how, how do you want to help? Um, I'll get off my horse um, and I'll start taking off the stuff that is ours and I'll like, leave the stuff that they would need, like the saddle and all that stuff. And I'll start taking off that stuff and lead it towards their cart. Well, you can have this one. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's going to do much good. We were going to actually leave the horse once we went up into the mountains. Are you not taking the cart with you? We're going to take as much as we can, but we have to get to Direhand. Um, And we saw a a cave a little while back. We're hoping that'll take us through the mountain. Um, A little bit more of a direct route. Caves can be dangerous. I don't... I don't see we have much of a choice. Why do you have to get the tire hand? We have family there. Can you not head back to Marstock just for the just for the time being? I don't know that we can make that journey back. The journey here has already been difficult. And he looks over at his, his wife, who's, like, trying to, like, almost massage her legs. But maybe with the stronger horse... You could make the journey back to Marstock. I, I, I don't mean to insult you, but just it's, it's foolish to take this family of yours through the caves. I'm going to decide what's best for my family, and we have decided that going to Direhand and delivering the baby there safely is our best course of action. Have Shrya and I made it here now? You are just approaching at the moment, um, yes. Are you still on your horse? I am, yeah. Kellick, um, I am going to walk up towards Kellick's leg and tug on his robe, just like the little girl did, <laughs> and say, they don't want our help. Come on, let's go. If they want to have the baby in a risky place under a cave, that's their choice. Well, is there... Is there anything I could offer you to help you catch through the cave? Is there anything you can think that you might need? I don't know what we're going to see in the cave. I don't know. I can't predict that. You all, he looks sort of, you guys, up and down. You 
well, both of you, as he looks to Kellick and Flint, look decently well-equipped. We've got about 11 gold pieces we could offer. If you would like to come with us, it would go directly to Direhand. I know it's not much, but... We have safe passage through the checkpoint, Kellick. Do I know from our... Um, from our study of the map prior to leaving what the time difference might be with a, a cave through this certain doom mountain um looking at the map you from where he was describing the cave to be it would pretty much be a direct line through the mountain instead of traveling all the way south towards the gulf and then back up north so it theoretically might be, a shorter might be faster distance. Theoretically, a shorter distance, but obviously, from this map, you can't tell what the cave system looks like. Uh, hold that thought. Yeah, we'll go huddle. Yeah, up with all my. Alma's arms are crossed over her chest. Do we? Do we vote? What do we do? Uh, one of us is a bloody dog. He can understand us. I. Think? Yes, but he refuses to communicate. Not with me, just with you. Uh, I was talking about you, Alma. <laughs> uh, the, uh... Alma, the... the uh, factor to consider here is it might, might get us to Xavier faster to go through this cave there. We don't know what's under there, and you want to travel with a little girl and a pregnant woman. Do you remember what happened last time we were in a cave? There were giant worms. Right. And they hurt us. Yes, but we survived. We we triumphed. Yeah, but we had one extra person helping us, and we didn't have a child other than me or a <laughs> pregnant woman. <laughs> um, just to verify, uh, going through this cave is going to um, go back the way we came or go forward through? Because my understanding is we're going back. So we'd have to then go through this cave again to get back to the checkpoint. We're going around the checkpoint by going. We're through going this around cave. the He's checkpoint by going through the cave. They are trying to go to the same place we're trying to go. So to. you guys are currently at the base of two mountains. Um, from what he described, there's there's sort of a cave just a little bit up north that would take you guys through the mountain toward directly towards Direhand um, instead of traveling south and then coming all the way back up. We are in between right now. Okay, so you guys are, are I currently. So in we're going to kind of go mountains. around and go down kind of circumvent the... And and so we're going to go like around and So, yeah, what what you can see on the map, this this direct route through the mountain... Will take us around. ...would be a shorter route than this, um, going around the mountain. I mean, it's on... It's it's not like we're going back, guys. It's going to go this same way we're going. And if we can help someone... What is that? You guys see off in the distance, just to the south, towards the Gulf of Akanbandir a storm beginning to brew and some thunder just beginning to make its way towards you. Caves are good for storms. Do you believe in all omens? <laughs> what? Sometimes uh, the world has a way of telling you things when you're unsure of yourself. That storm. That's what we could become. How do you know the storm doesn't agree with me? <laughs> Sometimes I think you're the storm, Alma. But that would make you the 
daughter of the Red Wolf, and that'd be confusing. Well, I don't know who my dad is, so maybe you don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't. Um, I, how you said there's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. How old does that kid look? And it was a, a young girl. A little girl, um, probably no older than three. I'm just having a staring contest with Alma. Alma's arms are crossed and she's staring back. I jaunt out toward the storm, put my nose up in the sky, sniff around a little bit, and then howl. Shreya, no one knows what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) You're worse than Thaddeus right now. (laughs) We never know what he's saying. (laughs) That's true. Is he he more or less ambiguous than before? That's the question. Uh... He, he's very concerned and looking in the direction of the storm and like eye squinting and sniffing the air. And then a uh, paw going over face. You don't want to get wet? If we... <clears throat> affirmative grunt, affirmative grunt. <laughs> if, we, <laughs> if we take this family through the mountain, through the cave, right? We healed two wounds to one salve. It's, it's, not a, it's a no-brainer to me. You don't even know what's down there. We don't know anything about where we're going on. Well, we know we can get through a checkpoint and be safe above ground. It's not 100% though. Especially with this storm rolling in, we don't know what's on the other side of that outpost. It could be just as dangerous as this cave. And if we go the cave route, we're helping someone. Besides, you don't want to get wet, do you? I don't care about water. <laughs> we'll be quick, Alma. I don't like it. Well, you can say I told you so when we're all bleeding to death in the cave later. I will. Okay. All right, so... I'll hold you to it. All right, so it's decided we're helping. Kellick, you want to do the honors? Sure. I don't also... And I'll grab his... Um, I don't really care about the gold. Oh, no. Don't worry. Okay. Clint, you're going to fall asleep in like two seconds. You're basically useless right now. What? Uh, real quick DM. Yeah, I'm just going to look over this family, make sure nobody's got any red wolf cloaks hanging out. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I just want to um, take a glance at them. No, most of what they're wearing is in fact blue. Okay, tremendous. <laughs> the the only the red opposite. that you see on them are uh, the apples that are in their car. Get rid of them. <laughs> That's our one condition. <laughs> well, uh, I know this seems suspicious, sir, uh, but I really do want to help, and we're headed toward Dire Hand anyway. So uh, we'll go with you and help you help you reach your destination safely, and uh, you can keep your money. That's not what we're here for. Good Samaritans, then. All right. Um, if you want to follow us, we'll start heading up, uh, just up the mountain a little bit, not too far. Um, could, could I just, just for one moment? Sure, certainly. And he I'll sort of steps off to the side. To and, uh, he extends his hand to, to shake your hand. So they wanted to say, thank you. My, my pleasure. Uh, my name's Kellek. I didn't catch yours. My name is Orak. Orak. Well, uh, glad to meet you. And uh, 
We'll do our damnedest to keep you safe. That's a vow. And as soon as you clasp his hand to shake, he jerks and pulls you in close and wraps his hand around the back of your neck and pulls your head to the side of his and whispers in your ear, and if you do anything to hurt my family, I swear by the gods I will gut you all. And then he lets you go. Starts walking back over towards his family. Boy, just, you know, spreading kindness just just warms the heart. It seemed like it went well. As I'm pulling the horse back. Yeah, oh yeah, we're the best of friends now, me and Arik. Well, maybe you can move in with him. Um, side note, um, what are we going to do with our horses? Does it look Does it look like we can take them through? Or are we going to have to leave them too? You guys are probably going to have to leave your horses as well. I mean, if you want to take them through the cave, you're more than welcome. We're leaving our horse. Oh, so now we're going to lose our horses as well. This just seems like a great idea. We're doing it. <laughs> I go up to one of the horses and like nuzzle against one of its legs. Um, If you look further, you can see me pause up on the horse, whispering something in its ear. <laughs> is he speaking to it, or is he just murmuring dog words in its ear? Can I, can I understand what's um, a, a, uh, Just make a perception check. Uh, questions answered here. Okay, uh, 21. 21? Um, just dog grunts into a horse's ear. <laughs> yep. I, I just express rage silently. I try. I just. Uh, I don't want to. What do you want to do, Calic? You're the one who wants to do this. Bloody hell. Uh, I'll go. I'll meet you there. Alma, why don't you take the horses through the checkpoint? You already told him that I'm your men- you're my mentor. How am I supposed to go by myself? I know, I know. That's a good point, Alma. I, I don't want to leave the horses, right? Well, this is your choice. Now you've made it, so what do you want to do since you're in charge of everything, apparently? We can try and take them in the cave and see what happens. And if they don't fit, we send them back. That's, we already send said. Send them back where? We already said we're going to help them. And if we can't take the horses, we get rid of them. We'll buy new horses. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, they're, they're strong horses. We'll do our best. We gave them our word we're going to help them, so now we have to help them. Yeah, that's true. Let's see if we can take them through, and if we can't, we'll decide then. Well, let's get going. The storm's getting closer. All right. Um, and as you guys start to collect yourselves to uh, to join with this family and go towards the cave, um, the father walks back over to the cart where the mother and the daughter are, and you guys can see the mother looking at the, the father, and... She moves her hands around, almost like, almost like she's casting a spell or something. But she's she's like moving her hands, moving her fingers around, and in response, the father looks back and and does uh, some similar hand motions. Um, Flynn. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, you would be able to see that the. Uh, mother asks, "Are they coming with us?" And the father responds, "Yes, they're going to be coming with us." <laughs> Okay. All right. As you guys 
gather all of your supplies. Um, you guys head up into the mountains, and it's probably not ten minutes into your journey um, that some of the trees clear away, and the um, mountain, which is filled with grass and plants, gives way to uh, a bit of, of uh, more rocky terrain, um, and you can see this sheer cliff face in front of you. And at the very base of it is a cave entrance. Um, you can see just around the edges of it some wood beams that have sort of decayed from what looks like years of neglect, but uh, is is pretty recognizable as the entrance to a mine. Um, and as you guys approach, you look into the mine, and it seems to be pitch black. That's, uh... Arik, do you know... Uh... Do you know uh, what state this mine is in? I have no idea. What, and at this point, he's already sifting through all of his stuff in the cart, and he pulls out a, a torch. What, what, what led you to this? How did you even know it was here? We saw it on our way. All right. Fair enough. I'm sort of just, like, scoping it out. Um, again, really quick. What time of day was it before we started getting into this mine? Before the storm started coming? Uh, it's early day? Or? It's um, just approaching late afternoon. Okay. Well, I guess we start our way in and settle up the night. Yeah. Uh, well. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably have to rest inside the mine. Pull a torch out. Um, Light it. Well, standing nobis, I'll light up my arm. Uh, all right, show off. This is more conservative. It's, it's pretty cool. It preserves right. resources. I'll be able to do it eventually, I think. All right, well, I mean, you could get your own thing, Flynn. I just look at my tattoos. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's go. Come on, Shrya. Shrya? Shrya? Listen? Shrya? You can see he's getting more visibly agitated as we approach the entrance to the cave, like... Yes, that's good, Shrya. We're going to need you on, on your on your game. Right, boy? I'm going to walk up to him, give him a little, little scrunches. Give him little scrunches on then. He'll be all right, buddy. We're counting on you. That's right. Brave face. Ice forward. I mean kind of on either side of your head so I guess it's hard to do but you know uh, well no I guess not never mind brave face Kelly you doing okay I'm stressed <laughs> tell it'll be alright I'm suffering hey it'll work be fine okay I also begrudgingly light a torch <laughs> and run my hands over it doubling the size of it okay um I'll uh uh Alma Alma and Flynn I think no, let's stay here. What's the right call? Me and Alma will hold up the back, right? Alma, you're in front of me. I'll stay farthest back. Uh, Shrya and Flynn, you take the lead. Shrya, we're going to need your nose because Flynn's not himself, right? So you you stay on it. And uh, and just be, be watching for trouble. Sniff it. I take my place in the front of the pack. Um, we no. are on our horses riding. Does it seem like we can continue like that? Or is it already impeding us from moving forward um the it's it's not impeding you at okay. all um and you would definitely be able to fit your horses okay. into the cave yeah so i'll stay I, on my horse for now i'm gonna dismount from mine oh. and have it walk in front of me and uh yeah if that's i'm super tired so i'm gonna stay on mine and just like having like my elbow kind of on it holding the torch up because i can't even like hold my hand out in the air <laughs> so tired I'm just like 
All right, let's go. Okay. All right. Um, as you guys walk into the cave, um, you guys look around and the walls of the cave, although sculpted into what looks like a mine, this is definitely um, was was made by someone. This is not a naturally occurring cave. Um, Flynn, looking around, every once in a while, as the torches flicker and the lights are dancing off of the cave walls, you see a scrape along the rock. I pull out my little book east area and I start flipping through looking at my notes seeing this um, could be anything that I've seen before Mm -hmm. and as you're doing that you come across a page of the notes that you took on your day with Balin I just under my breath crap um Shreya's next to me and then Kellick I'll just kind of like yell back uh Kellick we got problems. Shocking. <laughs> All right, Alma. Uh, you said I got to say I told you so, so I'm going to say it as many times as I want to. Right, I told I, you so. I said when we were bleeding on the ground, right? So wait till then. Otherwise, I don't want to hear a word of it. Kyla, come up here. I'll show you what I'm looking at. Yeah, uh, uh, hold yourselves, Arik. Uh, just, uh, we're, we're just checking out. There might be, uh, trouble ahead. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> part of a lion. <laughs> yeah. What could be expected? And I'll show, I'll like lean the book towards him as he uh, approaches, and I'll point out this. So, I'll point at the scratches. So, you see those? Yeah. Point to the book. It's the thing that I fought that's in my bag. I don't want to pull it out right now because. And that's uh, sensible. Yeah. They're probably in here. Those, uh, uh, they have claws like that? That would do that kind of marking? It beaks, too, I think. And I flip through my notes. Um, what uh, what kind of size are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, big, but everything's big to me. Fair enough. <laughs> Affirmative grunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't remember them doing anything too crazy other than just being kind of relentless. Um, so maybe just keep an eye out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can see in the dark. That's what makes sense. Um. Yeah. As uh, DM, do I do I know what this what these things are from any of? I, I doubt also, I would have really come across anything like this. You saw the head. So I I, I, know if, I know what it, yeah. what the face of it looks like, but um, I, I wouldn't know anything else. Seeing the face, you have not come across any of these things before. the The face in the bag is the only thing that you've seen of it. Okay. Do I remember if casting protection from evil good helped with this? Is it, um, or is this just considered a beast? Um, in your notes, you would know that casting protection from evil and good would not okay. have any effect on okay. this. All right, well, I mean, I guess we just keep our eyes out. Yeah, uh, good Good luck in there. Good luck's fine in that. Yeah. Uh, Arik, just so you're aware, there's a decent chance that, uh, uh, there's monsters of some size, uh, around here so we're just gonna be as quiet as possible and hope not to disturb them and uh and just tread carefully uh, okay we if, will if anything comes you as I'm sure you're already inclined to do just take care of your family and stay in one place so that we can watch over all of you at the same time 
Keep them together. Okay. If you need to, could all hold onto a rope. Yes. I pull. I go to my bag. <laughs> and I pull out a rope and I hand it to them so they can tie each other together. This will keep you safe. I'll look down to the little one. Just hold on to it. You don't have anything to worry about. Here. And she kind of takes it and starts playing with it in her hands, and she just sort of loosely wraps it around her wrist. Um, and then uh, it seemed like she recognized me speaking. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll turn to the mother, um, and I will, um, seeing what they did before, I will kind of do this similar thing with hand motions, finger positioning, and I will try, like, I've done this in a while, and I will try to sign, um, we're going to keep you safe. I'll try and do that. And she just nods back at you and signs back, thank you. And I'll head back to the front. Right. Everyone, keep quiet. Walk softly. Ooh. All right, I'm going to have everyone make a <laughs> stealth check as you guys are moving forward. Ooh, at disadvantage. At disadvantage for Flynn. Mm-hmm. I rolled a natural 20 and I can't use it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Misery. Olma, what was your check? 10. Kalik? Uh 15. Try. Niner. Um, I still got a 16. 16, okay. Um, so you guys are moving along, and it's a little bit more quiet than usual. Um, not not uh, anything, like, completely silent, but you guys continue walking down through this cave, and this long, narrow hallway just in front of you splits off into two different directions. Over one of the tunnels, you see a little banner hanging there with, in black paint, an anvil. And over the other one, in black paint, you see the outline of two crowns just overlapping each other. Um, have I seen that in a cave before? This is exactly the same symbol that you saw before. Yes. Um, guys, I'm just guessing. I think we may want to go to the anvil way. Does the anvil seem something that I've seen before in relation to Kaldor at all? Uh, make a history check for me. Advantage. No, I don't remember. No, it's tired. It's. I mean, it looks like an anvil. You can't really place it to anything guys, in particular. Those, guys, those crowns. I've seen them um, when I fought those things, and I'll point to my book. Um, they seem to be dwelling down here, so maybe this path will just take us deeper into the cave, and I don't think we want that. That's what uh, makes sense. Do you know what to make of this anvil? I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm just guessing Anvil, maybe it's related to dwarves. Maybe it's related to Kaldor. But that's that's my guess. I've seen those crowns before, and I know it led deeper into the cave. It went From t- what you saw before, it was leading deeper into the ground. Yeah. It went deeper, and I don't think that's what we want. So the crowns might be some kind of demarcation of... Of a society Exploration that of... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or a society that lives down here. I don't know. Right. But what kind of society like keeps? I don't know. I mean, uh, monsters. When when Bailey and I approached, they kind of ran, and we didn't really get too much of a look at them. They kind of looked like you, a little bit, actually. Distinguished. Um. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, <Calic>, distinguished. <laughs> um. So I don't know, but I think. The anvil might be the right choice, but again, it's up to you, Alma. 
Shreya, what do you think? I didn't want to be here in the first place, so you guys do whatever you want to do. I'm going to go to each entry or each uh, way down and just, like, put my nose in the air. And I'm going to sniff each path. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, make a perception check. And I believe as a wolf you have advantage on snow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Oh. Wow. Two in a row. Oh, but, bummer. Yeah, but I do get to keep all of my... Yeah, so that's an 11. An 11? Um, from the path on the left that's marked with the anvil, um, your nose is immediately filled with the smell of ash. Um, and it's it's really hard to get past that. Um, and from the path on the right with the two crowns overlapping, um, it's more of like a, like almost a damp, um, it's sort of like musty sort of smell in the air. It's almost like a, this, this lingering dampness in the air. Now, how do you relate I, that to uh, us? <laughs> go back from the two paths and I, and I paw at the ashy one and go, I I don't I don't know. Is that good? Should we go that it's, way? It seems like that's the way he wants to go. Okay. Alright, well let's go. And I'll once again lead my horse down the uh, anvil path. I'll return to my place at the back of the lineup. And then the, just to verify, the family is like right behind us? They're, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining they're in between okay. this cluster. Oh, okay, so we're at the front, family's in the middle. And With then... my horse uh, and, yeah, me and okay. Olma in the back. Cool. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's Shry and Flynn at the front, yes. Olma and Kalik in the back with the family and the horse in the middle? That's right. Correct, and I'm on my horse at the front. Perfect. Why are you uh, asking that? Yeah, you? why do you need that information? <laughs> why, you, is that, why is that's not really that important right now, is it? It's not. <laughs> Okay, um, as you guys continue on down the path, um, you guys chose the left side, and it seems like uh, a, a pretty well-constructed mining tunnel. It opens up a little bit more, um, and you can see big chunks of the walls that have been carved out, um, presumably where some sort of natural resource once was, um, but wherever those were carved out, you can see a well-placed structure of these wood and every once in a while these metal beams that are being used to, to hold up this cave. Um, as you're walking through, it seems to be very well constructed down here. Um, but, as you guys continue moving along, everyone else begins to start getting a little bit of ash in, in their breath. Um, and you can start to, to feel it in your lungs. And eventually this hallway opens up into a much larger room. And although the room extends even further, the floor does not. The path stays about 15 feet wide in front of you and goes across this cavern. This cavern that drops down, and Flynn, very familiar to you, drops down, and a couple hundred feet below, you can see the glow of lava and magma beneath you. Guys, hold up. Um... Again, this seems very familiar to what I did with Balin. Um, keep an eye out for these things. I kind of like look back towards Kellogg. All right. Shreya. I'll look down. Let's, let's try a look. <laughs> It'll be okay, buddy. Try Just for reference, how long does Wild Shape last? Uh, it is a third of my level, so at this point, 
two hours. Two hours, perfect. Yeah, so you are, just so you're aware, um, we're approaching, we just hit about an hour. Great. Um, since you cast it. You said two hours, you have a moment. Okay, cool. I don't want to scare the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you guys are um, making your way sort of through this cave, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Do we just go for it? Just cross? Does it look like the, again, sorry, it, it's an opening and then on the other side. So it's like a sturdy rock that goes all the way down. It's not like a bridge, right? There's, it's just sturdy that we can walk across. Would you like to peer over the side and check? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, in your condition, yeah. I'm going to have you make. Oh, no. An acrobatics no. check. Just a no. straight, just a straight acrobatics God check. God damn it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, here we go. Okay. Roll a one. But I so I roll this, <laughs> I take the one. Do I re-roll the one? You re-roll the one. And then yes. I would take if it's higher, then I would take the other dice. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's higher. So total with this dice, which is still pretty low, is a twelve. A twelve, you manage to keep your balance. Yeah. Um, you can feel your the, your center of gravity sort of shift, and you you catch yourself, but you're able to, to <laughs> stay planted on this on this thing. All right, and I will peer over. Okay, um, yeah. So you can see that this is a like a steady column of rock that extends all the way down um, to the the lava bed floor. Um, no backup, uh, guys. It seems. Seems like it'll be safe to walk across. It's not like a bridge. It goes all the way down, so... Should be okay. Watch your step. Alright. I I don't have any... Spells I can cast right now that would be of any help to us. I wasn't really anticipating a cave, so... <laughs> Alma, do you... Have anything like that? No. Do no. I have any spells that'll help us cross? No, just safeguards, you know. Why would I have... I don't know, maybe, but I've never used it before. <laughs> right, yeah, sorry. Silly question. Well, maybe if we could save Xavier, I'd be able to know more of what I can do. We are on our way to do that, presently, Alma. On a faster route than before? Yeah, faster, and I look at the lava below us. <laughs> <sighs> Agreed. <laughs> at least it's dry in here. All right. Look to the family. You ready? Um, and the father looks to the mother. The mother looks to you and she nods and she looks down at the daughter and the daughter looks back up at her and they all sort of look to each other and they'll nod affirmatively. Okay. Well, let's go. And I'll start going with the horse. The okay. torch. Drya, come on. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Specifically crossing this bridge, I'm going to have everyone make a stealth check. Oh, whoa, stealth. Woohoo. Only good. Mm. So my stealth at disadvantage was a 17. Shreya? 16. Oma? Come back to me. 17. 14. 14. Okay. You all did very well. Oh. I am going to, in the middle of the table, so everyone can see, I'm going to roll 
a d20 for each member of the family. Oh, no. Christmas. Or the father. You rolled a four. For the mother. She rolled an 11. And for the daughter. Okay. She rolled a 17. That's a quiet kid. That is a quiet kid. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's got the rope. And we rolled, we rolled okay, too. So, You guys... Crossing this bridge, um, taking each step one by one, you guys are able to, to sort of take one step forward, feel the rock beneath you, feel that it's safe and sturdy, and you're able to move your weight onto that foot and then plant the other foot in front of you. And you can see that behind you, the family is doing the same thing. As you guys actually make your way into the cavern with the lava hundreds of feet down on either side of you, you guys are trying to be hyper aware of everything that's that's around you. And as you guys look around, you look up to the ceiling and hanging there like bats no. sleeping are four hook horrors. No. These, these terrifying creatures with beaks made of bone, almost like birds, their eyes closed as they're currently sleeping, you can see that their legs are sort of tucked up under them into their torso, and they're hanging upside down by these long hooks that come out of their arms, these bones that protrude that they've driven into the rock, and they're hanging there. You guys move past silently as the hook horrors do not wake. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. my God. <laughs> I was terrified. Um, so after we get up over this... Um, does it lead into another, like, we're we safe? So as you guys move on <laughs> in towards the next, uh, the next tunnel, yeah. it seems to be a, a singular tunnel you guys can see directly in front of you. Okay. Man, that dad must have some kind of buff on stealth. He rolled, he rolled pretty low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we rolled wrong. Well, it, it was a group. Yeah. group, I think, helped. I just turn around and give Kellick a kind of a nod. Just keep on going. Yeah. Uh, I am going to keep my eyes peeled at the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same, okay. same. How do these hook orders smell? <laughs> oh, you might be able to smell them. <laughs> um, they smell gross. Okay. Um, they they smell um, <laughs> like like you smelled. You've gotten the the scent of wild animals before. They smell like that of just like wild, but times ten. Ooh, it's a gross, gross smell. Crinkle up my eyes and keep my head down as I keep walking past. And they actually, um, Flynn, you mm. remember this. Um, they they almost smell like rotting flesh. Oh, okay. Got it. In the, you, if you're close to me, you might hear a... <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> not really sure if it's the ash or the smell of the rotting flesh, but mm. I'll note it as I keep pushing through. All right. Um... And as you guys continue walking, this long corridor continues to extend in front of you. Um, at this point, you guys look around, and while the, the structural bearings are still there, um, you don't see as many areas that have been carved out by the uh, carved out in the rock. Um, this seems to be more of uh, uh, just a transportation tunnel, not really an active mining area. Um, but you guys can see this tunnel opens up in a very similar fashion 
to the room that you guys were just in. You guys cannot tell how big the room is, and you guys cannot tell exactly what's in the room yet, as it's still a little ways away and it's dark. But you guys can see that it opens up. This tunnel does end. I mean, I'll just keep going forward. It doesn't seem... In- yeah. I'll head into the opening and light the way. We, are, we, only, have, we only have forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys step forward and look into this room, and you can see it's, in fact, not a room. This is a massive cavern that has opened up in right. the, the middle of the mountain. Um, you can see, just from looking at the, the walls that are just adjacent to you, you can see that this is also carved. This is not a natural structure. And you can see that this thing probably extends for a mile in front of you. It extends up uh, on top of you for about a quarter mile. And there's a staircase in front of you that descends into this multi-layered cavern that extends down probably another quarter mile. And looking around, you see bigger than anything that any man-made thing that you've seen before, these giant forges, Mm. these massive metal structures that have all of these intricate parts, all stationary and none of them lit at the moment as you can, can't see anyone operating these at all. Can you go straight across or do you have to go down the stairs? Um, The only path forward is down the stairs and there is what seems to be um, like five layers, almost like these consecutive rings as they go down, down, and down. Guessing we can we see all the way across to the other side, or is it dark and it like kind of goes into darkness? It goes into darkness. You can just barely make out the opposite wall. You can't make out any features of it. You can't see if there's an exit on the other okay. side, but you can just barely see that there's a, a layer of rock there. Maybe it's on the other side. How often does going? I don't know. Was there any? Um, was there any kind of? Uh, were we going up at any point in this journey through the cavern, or have we been consistently going down? You guys have consistently been going. It's just been a very low grade down. It's okay. it's almost been completely horizontal, um, just with a very slight decline. I mean, we don't know where the other mouth of this place is. It could be below. Yeah, I guess it's either we go back past the try the two crown route. That seems insane. I don't think it's going to be better. No. Yeah. yeah. I'll look out and you said I couldn't see anyone. I'll actually actively kind of like scan and see if I can notice any movement. Okay, make a perception check for me. At disadvantage. Yeah. Can I assist on that? You can assist. <laughs> Would I choose me to re-roll and do regular roll? Since you already rolled, I'm going to have you roll a separate roll. Okay. okay. Alright, that makes sense. My perception. Be good. Um, 11? 15. Okay. 15. Um, Flynn, you don't notice anything. Okay. Looking around. Seems dark. Holding that torch out. Um, Kellick, being underground right now, your eyes are starting to just open up a little bit more. Um, you can sort of like feel almost as if a fog is being cleared from in front of them very, very slowly. But you're over the time that you've been down here, you've just been able to see a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. 
And within these, you can see these five massive forges in front of you in this room. Mm-hmm. And tubes connecting to them, conveyor belts connecting to and from them. Yeah. And within each of the five forges, you can pick out just the smallest bit of light. Smallest bit of what seems to be fire, maybe even embers. Expand, contract. Expand, contract. Would I understand that to be a part of the machine? Or does it seem supernatural in nature? <laughs> that's um, the right way to phrase that. <laughs> yeah, if you're going for like, you can make an arcana check. If you, sure. if that's, is that what you're going for? I, like I, more I, checking if it's arcana or I, checking if this is something that the forges would do? I guess I would be checking if this is something that the forges would do, but I, but Arcana works. I don't, whatever you want me to do. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have you roll Arcana. <laughs> okay. 19. 19, you're rolling well today. I am, I'm actually rolling out of my mind. <laughs> um, um, as you're looking into these things, the, um, the forges look dormant. Whatever is inside is not being powered by anything. Um, and it seems a little bit more consistent than just regular fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the, the expansion, the contraction seems a little bit more um, more rhythmic. Does it seem like a continual flame spell? Because I know that spell. Would I be able to tell if it was uh, like that? Which spell specifically are you looking for? I think it's called Continual Flame. It's a uh, flame that does not require upkeep. It's like you light it and it just lasts forever. What is, like, how big is that fire? Uh, I'm looking that right I now. do not know. Um, equivalent in brightness to a torch. No. Okay. Much big. more, much more. Mm. Much more fire than that. Okay, okay. Um, not necessarily in brightness, but in... Density. Reach. Gotcha. Of, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I will just point to it. Um, and sh- shrug my shoulders at the group. Um, Try it real quick. You walked through the previous room with the hook horrors and you saw the lava down below and you got a little bit of, of an ashy smell. Um, but that ashy smell is nothing compared to what you are currently smelling. This this is, seems to be this room seems to be the source of what that ashy smell was. Mm. Noting this, uh, I put my nose in the air and quick callback question of proximity. Would I have heard Flynn and Kellick discussing like potential ways and paths forward or back? Would I have been in, a, in enough proximity to hear them deliberating? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna call no on that. All right. So I just stick my nose in the air, sniff around, and then uh, look forward and go toward the stairs. Um, I see the. Do, can I see that now that Kelly has pointed I've, out? Now the, that Kelly has pointed it out, you can just like if you if you stare at that spot for ten seconds without looking at anything <sighs> else, you can just barely see. Okay. Um, I'll turn to Kelly. Does that mean there's people down here? 
I I don't I don't know I, I don't know what manner of flame that is. Uh, it could be. Um, <laughs> you know I have no ex- experience with mines. It's not a. I guess it might indicate people. We could ask Thaddeus. Maybe he would know. Shrug. Does anything look like people live here? Is there the signs of like chairs or like some kind of like upkeep to these machines? Um, to the machines, no, definitely not. Um, it's, it, it just seems like these things have been left stationary for years. Okay. Does Flint have Thaddeus? I would yes, he does. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but as I'm just watching, uh, Kellic kind of like staring out, trying to decide. Um, I see Shrya head to the stairs, yeah. Um, let's get off my horse. Let's look at Kelly. Sometimes, just kind of make a decision and go with it. And I'll start heading towards the stairs with the horse. Okay. Will it fit? Yes. Okay. Well, now the that you, stairs. now that this is opened up, you, the horse fits better than ever. <laughs> Great. Um, I'll just give him a nod. We can sit here forever trying to figure this out, or we can just go check it out. And it seems like, yep, let's go see what it is. All right. Maybe they have a, they know the way out. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's good to be positive. Give that attitude, son. <laughs> we'll head down the stairs, leading the way with Shia. Go back to the okay. back of the line and shore up the rear. Um, as you guys are walking down these stairs. You guys come to the first concentric circle, the the highest level. And you look off to either side and, and you can see it like just as a circle, it's it's a platform that wraps around the entirety of this cavern. And you look off to your right and you can see like a crude metal horse. But it's the size of an actual horse, maybe even a little bit bigger. And you guys look off to the left and you guys can see what looks to be a giant game piece almost like like a a piece that you would put down on a board like it's got a it's got a flat surface and then it comes up almost like a pillar with a with a ball on the top and you guys see just beyond that a metal cart looks like it's got wheels very crudely constructed but it seems to be just a metal cart wheels main base of the cart and you guys continue on down and as you guys move to the second level you guys see on the second level these giant metal pots and pans on either side okay Hold. (laughs) (laughs) These all look like modern things you would see in a house, except massive, right? Yes. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And as you guys move down to the third level, Uh uh you look off to your right and you see what you may have thought was maybe like a, a huge mine cart to transport items and transport goods 
seems to be like a massive metal baby's cradle. Okay. And as you guys move down to the next level, this is where these massive forges are. These They look like huge metal cylinders. And you can see that there are these, these windows that just peer into it. Um, and now at this point, you can see just a little bit of the glow from the inside. And from these windows, you can see, you know, like when there is heat and it sort of distorts the air, you can just barely see that coming out of those windows. So there's like a house in the cave? I'm confused. There Where are, are these, the windows? these giant forges, but there are, it's not like traditional oh. windows. It's more like, like these, um, just like big square vents Got that go it. into, into the forge. And we are on the second level of this thing. You guys are currently on the third level. The third level. There are five levels that go down. Um, and as of yet, we've seen no way that looks like a way out. That looks like a way forward where our only possible direction is down. At this point, you are moving forward into the cavern. At this point, just Kellick would just barely be able to see another exit on the other side. On the other side of the third level. On the other side of, yes, this this massive cavern. Um, it's actually, the stairs go down into it, and then on the other side, you can see stairs that go back up. And once again, on the top level, just like when you guys came in, there is an exit. But you can't go like around in any way on the same level. You have to keep going down, or is there would, a way to go you would around? Be able to. Yeah, I was thinking that too. We might be able you to just go around. You would be able to keep going down to the bottom level and then back up, or you would be able to go all the way around. Around might be good. Um, On the level above us, uh, we saw pots and pans and things. Yes, you did. Not forges. Mm-hmm. So can we go back up a level and go around? Sure. Did the up there, the upper level look more traversable, or they all look they pretty all look... traversable? Yeah. Okay. The ground isn't falling out on any of them. Like, um, I guess just like uh, obstacles um, is, I guess, a better way of like it. Like besides the f- these massive metal things, it might um, be hard to walk around the forges. It might be easier to walk around pans. I, right. don't, I don't know. Um, Maybe go up a level. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, reverse. <laughs> What? Quiet. Quiet. I I just gesture <laughs> back toward the stairs, and then I do like a little like swirly motion with my finger, and then indicate that we'll go down and up through <laughs> the exit. Um, I will my torch. I'll look at my torch, and I'll look back at the group. I'll point at it. Should we put these out? Uh. I kind of needed to see, but... <sighs> yeah, you both do. <laughs> yeah. Bo- both so of you need it. Um, I... Put it out. Right. I'll uh, just uh, extinguish my, my arm. Do you want to lead the way, then? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll head to the back of the group with... Well, we're... Yeah, I mean, we can literally just switch since you're already in the mm-hmm. front. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just have... Um, Alma and I in the back then? No, you two are. I mean, if we're just pivoting, then I'm in the front. Because well, Raya can see. Or no, can Traya see? Yeah. I can see in the it dark. Might be good to have both, Direwolf. Both of them up front. Or no, maybe. not Direwolf. Dog. Let me check Dog. Yeah, <laughs> check if just a standard wolf can see in the dark. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Auric, uh does have dark vision. The, the entire family does. Nice. They're, they're all they're all half-orcs, right? They're all half-orc, yes. Um, and you can see Auric. Um, he's 
a little bit, you can tell there's probably a little bit more orc in his lineage. You, he's a little bit bigger, um, a, a little bit more sort of hunched over in a more traditional orc fashion. Um, I would say. Where the mother, while still being half orc, um, seems to have a little bit more of uh, like a traditional human okay. posture and, and um, um, stance to her. Try I just rely on your nose, all right? <laughs> I'll just stay where I am then. I'll just follow along. With, yeah. I'll just follow Kalek. I will take the lead, and we'll we'll head up and try and try and go around. Okay. You guys head up to the level with all of these various kitchen equipments, um, and you guys begin walking around the platform. You guys get about a quarter of the way um, before you begin to hear something. You guys just hear sort of echoing off of the the sides of the cavern, a little bit of a sniffling. Uh, Try it. Don't rely so much on your nose, all right? <laughs> Do we all hear that? Yes. And then from that, you hear a... Mm. And after that, you begin to hear the beginnings of a crying baby. You begin to hear these yells and these gasps from what seems to be a baby echoing off of every corner of this cavern. Do we hide or do we run? Do we hide or do we run? Run! Okay, um, run. and I will, I will turn to the mom and the kid and, and help them get on my horse. Okay. And I'll give them my horse, and I will, I guess, help them untie it, but I'm giving them the horse so they can go fast. Okay. And you guys begin sprinting towards the exit. Um, and as you guys well, do... Well, standing obese! I'll lay my arm up again so we can see in front of us. Sure. Um, I'm also we're... at half speed, so exhaustion. Um... But since you're on the horse, that would not... I'm getting off the horse to give it oh, to you're mom getting, and the kid. That's so right. could I jump on Shreya? I'm a small being, and he's a, he's a wolf. You're a Shreya, I'm going to have you... I'm going to have you make a strength check. Great. Athletics. Or, almost with you on your horse. With the wolves. Uh, I'm not athletic. on my horse. We're not on the horse. So you could take my horse. We're not on the horse. I can horse. just jump on his horse then. I'll just jump okay. on his horse. Okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. do okay. that. That's then, bad. Uh, Flynn atop Kalex's horse. Yeah. Um, you guys all begin sprinting towards the exit yeah. as this baby begins crying. You guys look over to one of the forges and the light from within grows no. and grows and grows. And then you can hear from one of the other forges another baby beginning to cry. What? As all of the forges Forge then begin babies? To, to light up. This is weird. Uh, fire baby? Yeah, we're getting the hell out of here. Oh, maybe like fire giant. Run! Run as fast as you can! And these babies are crying and crying and crying and you guys are sprinting and you guys can see the exit and you guys are almost there and you guys hear... We keep running. We don't stop to hear things. <laughs> you, guys, you guys continue running. You guys are hearing this. I look around. Do I see where it's coming from? You hear where it's coming oh, from. It's coming God. from directly in front of you. Oh, in the cavern, no. directly in front of you, which now you see is much bigger than the one that you guys just came from. A massive fire giant begins to walk into the room, and you can see in their right hand, they hold a huge goblet that is filled to the brim as they're walking, sort of sloshing back and forth, filled to the brim with lava and magma. As she brings it up to her mouth and takes a sip and walks into the room, and you guys are sprinting directly towards her. Can we, like, hide along the wall between the two caverns? 
I'm gonna have you guys make a stealth check. Everyone at disadvantage because yeah, you guys yeah. are. We were sprinting. We were sprinting toward it. Yeah. And then I'm going to do the same oh, thing for the family as well. Daddy, 20 for the wolf. I'm assuming that the... I got two 20s, baby. Let's no fucking way. go. <laughs> Rebecca, Rebecca saw my die. Yeah, but you have to... Oh, I rolled really well, too. Roll it again. I got an yeah. 18. I got an 18. Oh, my God. Got that shitty. I got a three, yeah. Fuck. Unlucky. Is it even out? I have a plus six. <laughs> but my natural 20 counts for everybody, right? I think so. <laughs> I, think that's I mean, I have works. a 10. And, uh, 18. Uh, sorry, 18, 10, 10. 10. 20 for a 22 total. 20 for 22. Um, unfortunately, two of the family members got natural ones. Ah, come on, Warwick. So, uh, <laughs> but on such a horse. curmudgeonly <laughs> son of a bitch. So, walking into this room, um, she. So, we're, we're still in the room with the pots and pans. You guys are still in the level with the pots and the pans okay. as this, um, this fire giant is one level above you guys. Um, walking into the room, um, and immediately. You guys all come to a halt. Um, Oma and Shry a little bit slower than everyone else, but the mother and the daughter on the horse, um, Dura and Val on the horse, don't slow down quite as quick. And the horse continues running, and you can tell Dura doesn't have much experience with horses. And she tries to pull back on the reins, but no. just isn't pulling back in the right way. And no. continues the horse continues running towards the fire giant. I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. Oh, man. Damn it. God. A fire giant? Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> do I roll initiative at disadvantage? Yes, you do. Okay. What is a disadvantage these days? I mean, you know? you're in like, what, how many? Three? Three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did I do this, guys? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> I would never have recommended it. Setting the stage a little bit. Um, the fire giant has walked into the room. They are one level um, ahead of you guys as you guys are running towards the exit um, and uh, Dura and Val on horseback are just a little bit ahead of you guys. So I'm going to be taking initiative. Flynn. Uh, 17. 17. Shreya. 12. No. Oma. Dirty 20. Dirty 20, nice. nice. Kellek. 19. 19 and then... Have you had a bad roll yet? This, this no, session. I'm crushing it. Um, it and up. then I'm going to roll for the family as a whole. I think I had a natural one on one of my advantage checks for what it's worth. Oma, first up on We're, the initiative, what would you like to do? You see this fire giant walking into the room. Does it see us? It does. <laughs> it very clearly looks right. It doesn't look at, to you guys directly, but it looks directly down to... Um, Val and Dura on the horse, pretty much directly in front. Okay, and the cauldrons or the the forges with the crying the crying forges are below us. Yes, they are. There are a couple levels below you. Um, and it seems like the fire giant is trying to get to them, not to us, ex- before it saw us. Yes, it seemed like the the fire giant was coming in to tend to whatever was crying. How many forges are there? There are five. Is there anything around me on this level other than pots and pants? Like, do I see anything? Um, Yes. So um, on this level, you can see um, pretty much right next to where you guys are, there is a huge metal table. And then um, directly under that, there seems to be some sort of metal 
bucket, cup, just some some sort of shape like that. Um, that's directly what's in your vicinity. Um, that thing is very scary. How big is it? It is. About 20 feet tall. I'm gonna move um, and put myself under the table. Okay. And then I'm gonna uh, throw a level one chaos bolt at one of the forges. Ooh. Okay. Go to the babies. Sure. Um, is that, that's an attack roll, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, make an attack roll. 17? Yeah, a 17 has, what's the range on that? 120 feet. Yeah, okay, you would you would just be able to, to get one of these things. Um, they are about 100 feet away from where you guys are. Um, roll your damage. Is that a spell? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. That is a really terrible roll. Seven points of acid damage. Okay. All right. Um, You (laughs) shoot off this spell at one of the forges, at the closest one, and you hit sort of like the top dome part of it. And you can see as it hits, the acid immediately burns through as this is metal that has not been treated in years and has been just subject to the elements. Um, And as it melts through, you can see the acid continuing to drip inside the forge as one of the the glowing gets even hotter and even brighter within the forge. Mm Mm-hmm. And the crying continues. Great. And then wild magic. Yep. Eleven. Okay. I will set that wild magic now to... <laughs> Great. Okay, is that your turn? Um, I'm under the table, but I want to be closer to the exit under the table. Okay, so as close as you can get? Yeah. Right there. That's good. Okay. Next up in the initiative, Kellick. Man. What the heck do we do? What the <laughs> heck do we do? How big is the goblet? Of those creatures, of lava that those creatures are holding. This thing probably be about three feet, three and a half feet tall. A flint-sized goblet. Yeah. <laughs> Could I tell how many gallons of lava <laughs> is in You're that gonna cup? make me do math. He's <laughs> drinking it. Uh-huh. Um. Oh god! It could be a she. You don't know. Oh, that's right. Me, it is. I think it's a she. Sorry, put it she's this way. To, to show my hand. Yes, please do. <laughs> think if it's possible. If I were to, if I were to attempt to create water, ten gallons of water over this cup, would it have any effect? Can no, I tell? it might. It might briefly cool the top, like the first. But it would. Would, that, inches, would but that impede his vision or their vision? I don't know. Mm, that's a good idea. I don't know. It could be like a like low-key fog spell. Is the giant, is the fire giant, do they consist of fire or are they flesh and bone? Can I understand that from looking um, at? Yes. So fire giants, um, they are, you can see that they are mostly flesh. Um, you can see steam um, coming off. It is a 
female from what you can tell, um, steam coming off just from the contact with the air from her skin. Um, and you can see her entire head, um, her hair is all active flame. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Love this. I, I like the idea. idea. I like the uh, idea. See if it like causes some kind of distraction. Uh, I like it. All right. Uh, I'm so far away from it. Uh, I I want to. That's uh, Val and so Val and um, Dora are right in front of it, basically. Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna go as far. I'm gonna run toward them. Uh, and then I'm going to try and like go to the opposite as far as I can to the opposite side of them. If, can I move any further than that? I don't know how much more movement I have. Yeah, 30 feet would get you right next to them. Uh-huh. Um, can I go... Let me go like I'll, 10 feet back from them and uh, and maybe 5 feet to the to the side toward the giant. Okay, I wanna, for sure. I want to try and just get its attention away from Valandora. Um... And I'm uh, so stupid. I'm the dumbest person alive. I'm going to try to convey to it that we mean no harm. Yes. <laughs> After Alma has attacked its baby. Do it. Okay. I'm going to just like hold my hands up and surrender. And I'm, I'm going to just say uh, in orc, which I doubt it speaks, but it's the closest thing I have to, to a giant language. Just gonna say peace. Peace. We don't mean any harm. And I'll, I'll, I'll try and say that in orc. Okay. Um, as these words are coming out of your mouth and you're trying to persuade it, um, you notice the 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 sort of silver potion that was coating your tongue earlier is no longer there. Yeah. Oh, um, crap. And you look at the fire giant, and she looks directly back at you, yelling in front of her, and she looks over towards the acid that is currently dripping into her baby's crib and doesn't seem to take much note. All right. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do with my turn, man. I'm, 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 I'm holding. Uh, I would like to hold, I'm going to hold a, uh, healing word, uh, level one healing word for if anybody gets injured in the next round. Gotcha. Okay, next up on the initiative, Flynn. Um, I'm going to yell at the family to get under the table. Guys, go! Under the table now! Go, go, go! And I'll turn to Auric and be like, same, get under there! And, uh, I don't know, uh, uh do, can I glean the, what it seems its intention is on, focused on? Is it focused on the table that the Chaos Bowl came from? Does it seem focused on Kellic? Make an insight check. At disadvantage. Um... That is a nine. Nine? Yeah. Um, focus seems to be on the baby mm-hmm. and on the person mm-hmm. who cast the thing that injured the baby. But you can't see me because I'm under a table. <laughs> <laughs> totally safe. <laughs> Don't, no, just, no. just for your reference, it is a very large table, so yeah. the top of the table is probably still about... I mean, the horses can probably get under it. Over yeah. your I'm assuming. Um... But I cast it after I was under the table. <laughs> you did. Okay, I'll take that into account. <laughs> so, like, who knows where it came from? Who knows? Okay. That table is throwing acid bolts. I'm going to do something Weird. stupid. Good. 
<laughs> do it. That's in keeping with the days of this. Um, as I notice that it's looking like it's going to go towards the table and towards where everyone's at, I'm going to try and distract it. Um, guys, just go to the exit. And I'll turn towards the acid forge and I'll summon my sword and I'll um, swipe my fingers across it, light it up with flame and charge the forge to see if it's going to try and go for me instead because now I'm a threat that's going to attack its forge, baby. Okay. Um, are you taking your full... <laughs> 60 feet, I think, a horse 60 has. Feet? Um, okay. I think, um, yeah. You guys all see Flynn charge over towards the stairs and head down towards the level with um, the uh, And forges. if I could, I'll use my action to dash. Okay. You are even further towards Get the right forges. To the one that they attacked. Okay, you are, yeah. you are now right up against it. And as... And I'm like waving my sword like, Ah, I'm coming to get it! Like, okay, um, as you get up towards the forge, um, the heat now begins radiating out from it, and it almost begins to like um, pinch your skin. Mm-hmm. Like you don't take any damage from it, but you can start to feel that, um, like on just on a really hot day, um, that sort of same thing. And as you are looking in, you can see in one of these little windows um, to peer inside the forge, you can see um, in a little metal bed a baby fire giant with just the the beginnings of the flames coming up on the top of its head, um, just sort of cradled up there on this massive bed. And on the inside of the forge, on the like the dome um, on the top of it, you can see hanging this massive like metal mobile. Mobile. How do you say that? Mobile. 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 I think, mobile. Mobile. I think it's this, mobile. This but... this rotating thing sure. with uh, these these circular metal orbs on all of it. Horrifically, horrifically adorable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next up. Hopefully, is I distract him. Try. I distract him. Quick question. Call back to the rope. Where's the rope at this point? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Um, the rope is currently tied around both. Um, Val and Dura. They tied it to themselves. It seems to be a loose tie. A loose tie. It seems to be more of a wrap than I'm a tie. I'm going to take my chances. So I oh completely, like, <laughs> oh I God. see what Flynn has done. I don't know if I have enough movement to do this, but uh, I am going to, I guess we'll roll. I, I'm going to jump up. Uh, I'm going to charge toward the rope where it's currently resting. It's a pretty long rope, right? Like, there's a part of it that I could scoop up into my mouth. Yeah, it's it's a 50-foot rope. Okay, so I'm going to scoop up part of that rope into my mouth. Uh, now, quick question on the stairs. <laughs> do they have, like, do these stairs have banisters? Yes, they do. Okay. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the rope. And I, if it's 50 feet of rope, I am going to jump over one of the banisters thread it around, then run over to the other banister, jump over that banister, and thread it around, and then run to the other side, seeing if I can... I know it's still attached Ooh. to the other uh, kid, uh, you know, family, but I am attempting to hope that the fire giant does not notice as they're walking down the stairs. I'm going to try to trip this person up as I'm okay. swinging um, my sword. Their yelling. eyes now seem to be fixed on Flynn. Yeah! Um, and you have enough movement to do it. I'm yes. going to say that's going to be your entire turn. Your that's, action, yeah. your bonus action, nice. and your movement. Um, nice, okay. dude. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of 
fling the family into the ceiling. <laughs> or spill lava all over us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next up. Well, um, maybe they will untie it from themselves since it's a loose tie and they see what he's doing. The family, maybe, maybe um, they oh yeah, the family's up. Immediately, Dura okay, begins good, 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 un, uh, like unraveling <laughs> it from herself and her daughter. What is that crazy daughter. dog doing? <laughs> no um, intelligence check there, huh? Oh, jeez. Like, huh? huh? Not what? the friendship rope. And as soon as that happens, um, all three of them taking Flynn's... Nice. Um, Instructions go and hide underneath the table right next to Ulma. And they're just going to hunker down and try and hide. Um, next up is the fire giant. So she is going to see everything that's happening, be very not happy about what Flynn is doing. <laughs> she is going to... What's her passive perception? Hmm. Did you have to roll to set it up or anything? I don't think I had to roll to set up that rope. It's just, it's just, if you, it, if you wrapped um, it back and forth more than twice, yeah. it's, it's pretty sturdy there. Okay. Um, all right, I'll just, I'll just roll. Table roll. Yes. Um, she does not notice the rope as she walks down oh these stairs. Oh my God. Um, but <laughs> she walks forward, begins walking down the stairs. Make a dexterity check. Oh, not good. <laughs> Let's go. Her foot immediately catches on the rope. Yes. And um, as her foot moves through it, um, it like it snaps the rope just from the force of her foot moving, and Naturally. the um, the it begins to actually burn yeah. as as it singes back. But it's enough to make her trip and fall and face plant right in front of Kelly. <laughs> now, oh Kelly, boy. I'm going to have you roll a dexterity saving throw yeah. as oh, this goblet wait. filled with lava begins to fall and hit the ground right in front of you. Okay, okay. You rolled that way too fast, man. Scary stuff. Wait, but she's falling downstairs. Mm -hmm. So she's just going to, oh, it's just the goblet that stops, not yeah. her? <laughs> she, she trips. Let me see if I can mime this out. She trips <laughs> and, oh no. Got it. So goblet, more the goblet, goblet but, but yeah. she might continue to fall. Yeah, she might yes. continue to fall down the stairs like Roly Poly style. Yes. Got it. Or Slinky uh, style. That's a thirteen, deck save. A thirteen. Okay, you are taking half of. <gasps> okay, lava's oh, bad, y'all. I held healing word, so I think I would be able to use it on myself after taking I'd this say damage. That, yeah, yeah. You, you did say anyone who kill you. Half of nine points. So that is four points. Okay. Of fire damage, as um, it's not the main um, portion of the lava that falls onto the ground, but once it splashes up, you're sort of hit with a okay. couple of pieces. Good. It didn't hit you straight on. It did not. No. <laughs> ah! Ah! Damn! All right. And as the fire giant is laying there on the ground, her goblet spilled. Kalik, you are standing there, right in front of her, as her eyes look up from the ground and meet yours. She is fully face-planted onto the ground, but her eyeline is pretty much directly on yours as you're standing there. And with that, we're going to end this session. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a... Uh, she spilled her drink. She's pissed. Party <laughs> foul. Um, but uh, yeah, with that, we're going to end it right there. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds.
Hey, nerds, it's Shane. Uh, if you could not tell, that was our very first episode of Venture Forth that we have recorded in person. So uh, thanks so much for joining us for this momentous occasion. Uh, we are so happy to have you here. Uh, we are actually uh, trying to release more cool content on Patreon. So uh, if you are on there in whatever tier, or even if you're not, uh, please shoot us a message about stuff you would like to see, you know, uh, behind the scenes stuff, or uh, maybe uh, some of the music stuff, what what you'd like to hear more of or get more uh, samples of. Uh, l- let us know, because we want to create uh, an experience that uh, suits you, the listener, uh, and we really appreciate you listening. So uh, check that out. Let us know what you think. We look forward to hearing from you.